I was pissed. Wanna know why I was pissed? Because I had the vision, Raphael. Mm -hmm. I knew what I wanted. I knew what I wanted. And I knew that what I was getting paid and the track that I was on wasn't gonna match up with the vision. There was a gap. I had to find a way to close the gap. How am I gonna close the gap? Let's start researching people who have closed the gap. What have they done? Tweet Talk episode 107. Brand new. We on the Tweet dope, what it sounds like to be the best. This is a Black Wealth Podcast. Yes. Build wealth, invest, own, and close the wealth gap. It's time to break down these financial concepts with your host, Mr. Todd Meganer himself, Charles Oglesby, and Raphael Husband. So Chargers. Welcome to episode 107 of Tweet Talk, Black Wealth Podcast. Raphael and Charles, welcome, welcome, where we talk about building black wealth and we dissect tweets. Ooh, what's new in Todd Capital world, Charles? Not much, not much. Um, just out here losing vending machine locations. Um, finally hired a vending machine worker. And I think a part of the reason why I did it was because I was losing vending machine locations. Um, people are like, if you're not going to service them, just take them out. They get real indignant too. They're like, take it out, get it out of here. And so me, being the person that I am, I'm not going to beg nobody to love me. I'm like, it'll be out here by Monday. So we get it out. And that's just what we do. Move on to the next. Because quite honestly, if they were that great of locations, I would have been servicing them. And they weren't that great of locations. And they were super out the way. Mm -hmm. I just didn't I didn't want that in my life. I don't want to have to be driving an hour and a half, two hours just to service a vending machine. Like, that's crazy. It doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. And so now um i lost two locations i have some locations in glendale the good thing is i'm doing this a little bit more strategically now so i'm having people who live in the area service those machines as opposed to having somebody who lives in south la service north la because getting from one side of la to the other side of la is horrendous and people want to charge me for that time they like to charge me for the time that they're on the road i'm also noticing people like employees be working slow man when you pay somebody by the hour, they will take that hour. I'm just like, bro, like, why Why are you? He, he's like filling it up. He's like putting can, can. When I'm back there, I'll be like, can, 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 can. Moving on to the next, can, can, can. Because I get paid based off of completion, not because it takes a long time to complete a task. So I'm still learning about employees, man. People don't realize like having employees is hard, man. I just realized even the dude that I hired, he's out here still pursuing other opportunities he might be leaving me and he only had him for like a few days he's like oh yeah it's got another job offer i'm like man these folks ain't loyal i don't know what to do i pay them <laughs> what they want they leave i don't pay them what they want they leave it's like what do you do man that's a tough one that that's that's a tough one that's kind of not unique but it's not an easy one man anyway let's get into these tweets and talking black building black wealth now you had a tweet where you said wealth really just means free Business really just means free. It's not about Rolexes and Benzes. I had this thought and I was thinking about how everybody gets on the internet and they talk about how jobs aren't for everybody and a business isn't for everybody. And then we also have this idea like where I see people get a little bit of money and start looking rapper rich. And it's interesting to me because I'm like, I've been around wealth. And so like for me, wealth isn't all that stuff. It's not the iced out watches and the iced out chains like that's rapper money. And so I just I just thought that it's interesting because I think a lot of us, we think the point of getting money is to get stuff instead of getting money so we don't have to do things we don't want to do. Like if I don't want to drive to pick up some vending machines, I don't have to do it because I don't need the money. 
And that's another reason why I was struggling because I was like, man, I can make so much more not doing that than doing it. So why would I want to do it? I did it to save the business and also because I was able to find somebody to do it. But nevertheless, having that business makes you free because you can make money with your Turo, whether you're in the state or not. You can make money with those vending machines, whether you're in the state or not. And so I was thinking one day, I was like, why do I do the vending machines? I was like, because I would rather be in charge of my destiny than be over here clocking in, waiting for a raise, waiting for um, a day off, waiting for PTO, waiting for somebody to say I can take a vacation. You're just letting your life pass you by. You're not truly free if you're stuck in a job. You're not. And so people get on this app and I was just thinking how people don't even really know that they are slaves. They don't even know because they got tricked. Another idea that I had, Raphael, I was thinking about this. I was like, you know what? Them integrating the school system had more to do with them controlling what Black people learned than actually helping Black people. Because now the curriculum is based off of what they, the Department of Education says you can teach. You can teach Black people what the Department of Education says you can teach Black people. So you get to learn about all these dope white folks. And then you also get in. And then also, they also water down the history of their white leaders. So they'll take literally like white figures and don't even tell you that they own slaves. Don't even tell you that they were racist and all these different things. But they just tell you like he was the first president. He invented light like bro, but he also has slaves or he, he invented Jack Daniels whiskey like but also he stole that recipe from somebody. And so we don't get the the harshness of their history, but we also don't get the glamour of ours. We also don't get to learn about the true heroes. We're only learning about like, okay, if it's MLK, then it's okay. If it's Rosa Parks, it's okay. But we ain't learning nothing about Malcolm X, nothing about any of that stuff. And so essentially that's what happened. But my point is that I started to realize that there's people that I know who have the luxury of going anywhere when they want to. And that's freedom. That's dignity. I know people who have the ability to earn what a job would pay them in a month or in a year in one month. That's freedom. That's empowering. That makes you feel so much better about yourself. And so I want that for all of us. So it's not a matter of job versus business. It's a matter of free versus in bondage because you're going to do the same thing for them that you're doing for yourself. They just convinced you that you need to stay in that cage. They convinced you that you can't get out of the cage. They convinced you that this is all you ever be good for. And that's a mistake. And that's why a lot of folks stay small and they never grow. And even when they do go out, they start thinking it's their job to do labor. I had that conversation with somebody else. Like, it's not your job to do the labor. You have the idea of creating a content business. You have the knowledge of how to create content. It's not your job to do the content anymore. It's your job to teach people how to do what you do. And it's your job to bring in the business. And quite honestly, it's not even your job to do that. It's your job to teach somebody how to bring in the business. People who are wealthy get there because they think of these systems and the systems create the money for them. So it's not my responsibility. I had this thought today. I was like, you know what? The problem isn't that my vending machine workers want too much money. It's that I don't have enough vending machines. It reminded me of the point that you made about having multiple trucks. I was like, I just don't got enough trucks. I need more trucks. I need more vending machines. I'd rather make $100 per location per month consistently. I just need more locations. I don't need to be over here trying to crunch my workers, pay them well, keep them working hard, and then focus on getting more locations. So you had a tweet. You said, um, get away from people whose self-esteem is rooted in them being better. I just been noticing folks who like change, man. They change. Like they don't even communicate. It's weird, man. Like I have friends who like I haven't been able to get to go to anything. They just don't want to come. They don't want to come. And like they only really want to be involved if they're doing better than you. And I thought that was lame because I'm not that kind of person. I'm going to celebrate. Like if somebody does something dope, I'm celebrating it. 
if somebody's football team is doing well, I'm going to celebrate it. I don't have to. Um, that's crazy. This guy's moving way too slow, man. He's sending me a text about he's going to have to come back on Monday because they're starting to close. But bro, it's 430. It doesn't take you that long to put sodas in the machine, Raphael. <laughs> it takes 30 minutes. Oh, man. It's just crazy. He said, I want to come back. Man, these folks are crazy. Anyway, having employees is hard, man. Having employees, employees are like the number one thieves. Like if you want to get robbed, have some employees, have some contractors, have people that work for you because they're going to get you. It's not even the customer, just it's the employees. But anyway, um, I don't even know what I was talking about, man. Just responding to these text messages. You're talking about how these people don't want to be a part of anything unless they're doing better than you. Right, man. And so I just been noticing and... I think is lame. And, but I feel like it's just kind of indicative of a culture that only celebrates exceptionalism, like black exceptionalism, where we as a culture think that only one of us can make it. Only one of us can be good. Only one of us can be that first black. And it, it trickles down to everybody where they think that if you're winning, they can't win. Or if I'm winning, then that's all the wins are taken up. Or if they're winning then they're better than you and they mean something now, now they matter. And so I think it's dangerous. But my thing is, just got to get away from it, fam. That's all. Got to get away from it. Yeah, it's crazy, man. You can't. You can't get. You can't get anywhere hating on other people. If you don't. If you don't celebrate other people, like who's gonna celebrate you? Can't. You can't get success hating on other people. It's not gonna happen. And you said you have to dream. You said actually, um, reality for me now was just a dream at, at one time. You also said in a different tweet, you have to dream of the life that you want. Yeah. Uh, in terms of dreaming of the life that you want. I was in Santa Monica down by the beach area and it reminded me of the reason why I used to go there is because um, you get that vision and you can't even really work towards something if you don't see it. One of the things that stood out to me is like you go to the beach area, certain some beaches, not all beaches are created equal, but you'll go to some beaches and you'll see all these homes, but you'll see like average cars like Jeeps and Hondas. And I'm like, bro, like I thought y'all was rich out here. <laughs> But it kind of reconditions your mind to really see how the people who live in places that you want to live, live. And I'm just very big on a vision. I'm very big on knowing what you're working towards. I'm very big on having that goal and, and imagining where you want to be. Because a lot of people who are somewhere at one point imagined it and they believed it and then they just started working towards it. And that's really important. Okay, Okie for Shades is the premier choice for sunglasses. Top quality, unique, signature, fresh, trendy. Our shades provide significant UV light protection for eyes, and we have the best customer service around. The freshest and trendiest styles for both men and women. The finest shades to fit your style. Okiefa Shades is the premier choice for sunglasses. Visit www.okiefashades.com. That's O-K-I-Y-E-F-A Shades.com. Or on IG or Facebook at Okiefa Shades. Or on Twitter at DJ Ebrock. The the dream dream what where I am now is just was once a dream was a currency line and it resonated with me because it was just kind of interesting how like I think I was talking about how I at one point in time I used to drive to San Diego for church every Sunday and we would drive by Qualcomm Stadium and I'd always want to go to a game but football ticket games are not cheap football game tickets are not cheap and so I was like you know what? I just want to go to one game per year used to always try to figure it out and never got to any of the games. And then when they moved to L.A., I was like, you know what? I'm definitely going to go to some, to some games now. So I think I might have went to like one game a year. We were like, let's do one game a year. Yeah, let's do one game. So we went to one game. 
for like two seasons we'll do one game and then i was like you know what i want to go to more than one game and so i started trying to go to every game i could go to and so there were some games i couldn't go to because uh, they were priced out they just like the tickets went up crazy high and then i got season tickets and now i go to every game but it started out with me just wanting to go to one game and i had the vision and i kept working towards that vision i mean the same thing with the tesla or with the car that i drive or all these things that we have going on it was once just a vision and so you have to sit down and determine what your vision is sit down and determine what your dreams are put it on a board write it down and start working towards it every day it's funny because i was looking at this vision board that i have and on the vision board there's a bunch of watches it was a collection of watches in the gq magazine they had like a citizen watch i wish i had it here it was a citizen it was an omega it was like a michael kors and it was like a rolex submariner and i was like man I'll never be able to afford one of those watches. I really thought I could never afford a Rolex. And now I'm like, bro, I got all that stuff. I used to put Panerai's on my vision board. And I was like, man, I got that now. I got a Panerai now. And it's just crazy because like everything that I put on a vision board, I've, I've earned in some capacity. I used to put like suits on there and brown shoes and the car that I wanted to drive. Literally everything I put on there. I've had, I put a Tesla on a vision board once. In fact, if the vision board that I forgot about that, the vision board that I put this house on, I also put a Tesla on. I forgot all about that. I wish I could find that one, but it's just so funny how that works. I put vending machines on there before I owned vending machines. I put uh, all kind of stuff. Like you just gotta you gotta map out what you like, what you want, but you also gotta put it down on paper and make it real. That's crazy that you put it you put it down. You kind of basically like forgot about it. Like you don't even necessarily have to look at it every day or anything like that. But you got you got to just dream it, like you said, put it commit to paper. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't even. That's, I think that's a problem, the biggest problem for a lot of people that they don't even sit down and really think about what they really want. It's like, that's a huge first step. Like you all, like we said before in a different episode, like put in the math. I forget what we said, like what you said, put in the math, to the, the, the goals, the dreams, like decide what you really want and then do the math. Like, uh, like you said, like it's, it's a lot more affordable than you even realize. Yeah. Yep. The funny thing is at one point in time, I put... I didn't put it down, but I was like, I want a bunch of gold chains <laughs> <laughs> because I was on a I was on a conference call around Christmas time during COVID with my family and my cousin EJ. He had like a bunch of gold chains. I was like, I like that look. And this is like when LeBron James and they were wearing like a bunch of chains at the same time. And I was like, you know what? I want a bunch of gold chains. And I said that, and now I got a bunch of gold chains. So it's just <laughs> funny how the things that you say that you want, you can get. I think what matters is so many people talk themselves out of getting what they want or they think it's not possible or they say they can't get it or they put up reasons why it can't happen for them whereas i'd be oblivious to all that stuff like i don't know no reason why i can't get what i want so let's go get it right right so i saw this tweet i want to get your opinion on it this tweet came from uh, mr monetize everything aka at mr george pitts he said i don't know who needs to hear this but if you're waiting on someone with a big following to affirm you or recommend you so you can get put on, ain't nobody coming. You need to go out and make that shit happen. Become the person you waiting on to come and save you. Yeah. Um, a few things with that. First off, I'm kind of over trying to put folks on because anybody that I ever put on tried to stunt on me <laughs> and forget I did anything for him. So now I'm just like, y'all got to get it on your own. I only person I got to put on is Nolan Oglesby. That's it. And maybe Nikia Oglesby if she wants to get put on. And that's it. And so what's interesting is I did that for a long time. And I think it is like a job mentality because when this, when you're going out there for a job, you're looking for somebody who's more successful to give you a job. And a job essentially is getting put on. 
Whereas in entrepreneurship, you got to realize like you got to put yourself on, you got to build yourself, you got to build your own boat. And I've done that for a long time where I would, I would loft other people up and they were doing dope stuff and I would celebrate them and repost their stuff and brag about them. But the problem is they never really returned the favor. <laughs> they never returned the favor. And so I was like, you know what? I need to, I need to get out here and get it for myself. But also I realized like they're also kind of critical when I rose up as well. And so my, my thing is that like the people that you're you're looking up to and hoping to save you probably relish in the fact that they're doing better than you. And so mm-hmm. why would they save you? Why would they help you when they are perfectly content with being where they are and letting you stay where you are? And so I I had to get out of my own way because I wouldn't post certain things that might offend people. I wouldn't repost certain things that might offend people. I would just kind of stay small because I wanted to maintain their follow. I was like, man, this cool person's following me. Great. I've made it. No, you ain't made nothing. The follow is nothing. It's a click of a button. It's nothing. (laughs) What matters is, can you provide for your family? Can you go out there and do all these great things? And that's what I wanted to do. And so I had to kind of push all that stuff to the wayside and realize like, if if they rock with me, cool. If they don't, cool. (laughs) Nothing really changes because they ain't putting no money in my pocket. In fact, Usually what happens when I meet them is either I'm putting money in their pocket or I'm paying for the meal that we eat. It's rarely ever that I've experienced where they put me on. I haven't experienced it. Hmm. Speaking of running out on the meal, anyway, so you had a tweet where you said, if I hear y'all say everyone can't own a business one more time from last place in the wealth race, I'm a flip. I I have a problem with this culture where we... We make that statement all the time. Like business isn't ever business isn't for everybody. But like working a job and being mistreated is for nobody. And if it was, we wouldn't have a community that's just like struggling. If you look at the community, what really frustrates me about California is anywhere I go, I see Mexicans working. I never see black people working, but black people are here. So what are they doing? Living off of government assistance, living off of different programs, barely getting by. But like I'm telling you, anywhere I go. I go to the warehouse, Mexicans work. And I go out here where they're building homes, Mexicans work. And I go anywhere to the dealership, to wherever it's Mexicans working and it's never us working, but we're here. And nobody wants to, to do those jobs, but what's the alternative? The alternative is now you can't live where you want to live, how you want to live. You can't do anything for anybody else but yourself. And so we need more businesses. We need more people who take being in business serious. The most wealthy communities are the people that have an abundance of businesses. We can't really say that all of us can't be in business until we have so many businesses that it's not even really necessary for us to do that because we have enough jobs. We have enough people who are well taken care of. We have all that stuff. But if you go through the hood and we don't own any of the businesses and people are over here saying like, we don't need a business, that's ignorant. You're just choosing to dwell in poverty. And so what frustrates me is I think it's a cop out to, to not do what's difficult because starting a business is not easy. It's not, it's a different kind of difficult. So people would rather just avoid that difficult so they can go deal with the difficulty of being talked down to, being looked over for promotions, being underpaid compared to their counterparts, not being able to live where they want to live, not being able to get benefits. They just choose that hard. They're like, this hard is easy because at least at this hard, I can count on getting the paycheck every week, even if it's a small paycheck. I know I'm getting something. And that's a problem Mm -hmm. to me. That's a problem to me. And so I just think that we need to recondition our mind because Asians They have like a one to two business owner ratio. Like for every two Asians, there's one business. And Jews, I know, dominate it as well. They don't dominate it because they get fair wages. 
They don't dominate because they got inclusion. They dominate because they create their own opportunities. They dominate because they create their own jobs. They dominate because they do for self. And any progressive person is doing for self. And those are the people that are happiest. I saw Brandon, BT Insurance. He's always talking about how much money he's able to make now, the lifestyle he's able to live now, the car he's able to drive now, where if he had a job and he was working, he would just be pissed. I was pissed. Want to know why I was pissed? Because I had the vision, Raphael. Mm-hmm. I knew what I wanted. I knew what I wanted. And I knew that what I was getting paid and the track that I was on wasn't going to match up with the vision. There was a gap. I had to find a way to close the gap. How am I going to close the gap? Let's start researching people who have closed the gap. What have they done? Did they just work overtime? Did they? What do they do? They probably saved, invested, did some real estate flips, did whatever they had to do, got some rental properties. That's how they closed the gap. And that's why I became big on that. It's not about business. It's about living how you want to live. You got to find the folks who live how you want to live and to figure out what they're doing. If what you're doing isn't going to get you to live how you want to live, why are you doing it? What's the point? Pure Body Company formulates an amazing range of emollients with shea butter at its base. Pure Body Co. focuses on providing all natural handcrafted products for all people. At shoppurebodyco.com, you'll find body butters and lip balms that are not only moisturizing, but none of our products contain preservative or even those unrecognizable chemicals. So if you're looking to keep your skin soft, visit shoppurebodyco.com. And remember to join PBC Perks to receive rewards as you shop. It's a good question, man. It's it's really a real thing to say. Like Everybody doesn't need a business, but like you said, we last in the wealth race, literally speaking. And it's crazy to say that kind of stuff and at the same time complain about getting fair wages and good jobs. Like, it's weird. Who's going to give us the good jobs and the fair wages if we keep saying not everybody wants to run a business? We always say the things that are going to help us aren't for us. Not everyone can own a business. Not everyone can buy a home. Not everyone can invest. But what's crazy to me is the wealth gap doesn't apply to me. I saw that chart again, and it said the average Black family is worth $1,700. The average white family is worth like $117,000. I was like, I'm worth more than $117,000. That wealth gap doesn't apply to me. So the question then becomes, what has Charles done to make sure that those stats don't apply to me? You got to, because the wealth gap isn't just the gap. It's not like every black person is worth $1,700. No, there are black people who are doing well. So what does Charles do? He looks at those people and he reverse engineers that to himself. We don't get to just look at the average stats and the general stats and make blanket assertions. That was one of my biggest problems about like growing up black is everybody just throws Blanket uh, assertions on top of you. Oh, we black. We're not good at math. We're black. <laughs> we don't major in that. We're black. We don't get married. We're black. We don't take care of our kids. We're black. Blah, blah, like all these negative stereotypes that they just cast up on all black folks. Like, nah, that's you. Like, who told you, get you to that? Own that? The math thing? No, I'm saying like when people say stuff like that, it's like, where'd you hear that from? Like, right. Where I'm from, that we never I didn't hear that. Like, I'm from Harlem. It's, <laughs> it's funny. Like, now I think about it, it's like, I guess it's really different. Like people complain about immigrants and stuff like that. And maybe, I don't know. I didn't get it. I understand some of it, but I don't really get it. Like people say like immigrants feel like they're better. I don't necessarily see that, but I think it's really different when you come from a country where everybody is black. We don't assume that blacks don't get married because where I'm from, like black people are married. Yeah, black people making money, black people owning businesses. Like when you come from a majority black country, there's no choice but for black people to be running stuff, to be doing stuff, to be married, to be making money, good jobs. 
Yeah. We see that. So saying saying something like black people don't know how to swim. That that one's the weirdest one to me. I only heard that like a couple of years ago. Like that black people don't swim, don't know how to swim. Like, huh? Yeah. That's dumb. Not good at math. That's dumb. But I think that's indicative of our conditioning and what we've been sold. We've been sold. We've been convinced of all these different things. The same way they convince you to vote for Biden is the way they convince you that you can't swim or the way they convince you that you can't do math, the way they convince you that you can't do science, the way they convince you that college ain't for us. It's the same thing. We get, we just get indoctrinated by the media, man. I remember you telling me like TV wasn't really available like that where you were. Right. Not when I was young, not, not 24 hours. Yeah. Not 24 hours. You know, it was like when I was young, it was like one channel for like maybe seven, eight in the morning to like midnight. Then it was one channel. Crazy. And I'm sure like your media, because America, like we keep getting drug dealer show after drug dealer show out here, man. I can't imagine that the media in Africa is just showing black drug dealers on TV all day. Nah, you see black (laughs) doctors, you see black, all the stuff that we used to see in the black community before they came through and integrated us. Like it was there. But what's interesting is I thought about this one day, I was like, you know what? I think the reason why Rafael and I can have this conversation is because he's an immigrant, because you got to think a different because when we had when Bruce came on the show and Bruce heard some of my comments, he was like, oh, I don't agree with that, even if there is some validity <laughs> to it. Right. But like I was like, man, we, me and Rafael have been talking crazy shit for like 107 episodes. I was like, it's because he has an immigrant mindset. It's just different, which in my opinion is a good thing. Yeah, it's weird. Like in the media back home in Barbados, it's like it was a mix. It was, you know, it was a little bit of homegrown stuff. And since we were British colonized way back, there's some British like sitcoms and then there's American sitcoms. So we got a mix of different stuff. So it's like you can have you can watch like the white so called so-called white shows like Seinfeld and you could have like Martin. So I grew up on that kind of stuff, like a mix. Like, so I might think Martin is funny, yeah, but I also think Seinfeld is funny. You know what I'm saying? It's not like if, a, if somebody back home, if you like Seinfeld, it wasn't like why you yeah. like that white show. Yeah, in America, you can't really watch Seinfeld like that. <laughs> I know. If you say you like Seinfeld, you black, it's like they look at you kind of like sketchy. <laughs> it's just dumb, man. It's just dumb. We all different, man. We are diverse in in ourselves, just us by ourselves. Just some weird stuff. Now you had also another tweet, and then we're gonna start wrapping it up because we're talking about we need way more businesses. But you said business is war. Ain't nothing sweet out here, man. So today, I had a I had a, a situation where I had a vending machine location that it was uh, moving really slow. So in actuality, I've lost three locations. I lost three locations, and honestly. I'll get to that another. So I lost three locations, but quite honestly, I was just tired of doing that shit, man. I really was. I was trying to drive in. I was trying to picking up stuff. Tired of like, who got time to do that, man? Raphael, who got time to do? I don't even like picking up the Turo. And I got to pick up the Turo tomorrow. I got to figure that out. I got to pick up the Turo, get it washed, and then take it back. And I don't want to do that. I need to see if my, I'm going to see if my worker can do it. I'm going to say, hey, the car's going to be at this location. Drive down there, pick it up, drive. I'm going to ask him. I really am because that'll save me money and I'll just pay him for two hours of his time. And that two hours would actually be well worth it. Well, let me ask something real quick. I don't mean to improve you, but why is this? Like once you hit, uh, it it could seem like, you know, once you hit the money, now all of a sudden you're lazy, but it's like, do you think this is is really about 
since you've seen what's possible, like stuff like that just doesn't make any sense. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. And like, if I can make a thousand dollars from my bed before noon with my phone, or even not even from my phone while I'm sleeping, why would I want to get up and get in my car, drive 10 miles with some sodas in the back of my Lexus to fill up a machine for a half hour? Yeah. Um, yeah, basically. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's how I feel because, um, I can't really explain it, but one thing that I read recently in Who Not How is that there's a certain value to your attention. And mm. so if you giving attention to your business for two hours can yield you $500 and you don't have to drive, you don't have to sit in traffic, you don't have to pick anything up and carry it. It's just a more fun way to make money. And so as opposed to making maybe a hundred bucks and having to drive or making no bucks right, and having to drive, pick up something, lug it around. It just doesn't make sense. And so that's why. And I also realized that I didn't make, I didn't get rich when I was doing everything. I got rich when I backed out of everything and I scaled. And so that's my goal, literally to back out of every business because I, I realized there's no money if you have to be there, if you have to be present answering phones, picking it up. I always tell the story where when I was doing LOCs, I would spend time marketing the LOCs and I would generate money. And then I had to stop marketing to fill the orders. So then I stopped making money. But imagine if I just pawned it off and say, boom, somebody else do this. I'm just going to focus on marketing. That knowledge allowed me to then get into digital products where I don't have to do any fulfillment. I don't got to teach the course. I don't got to show up. My only responsibility is generate, 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 generate. That's a part of the reason why I got the mastermind to where it needed to be, because I realized I couldn't grow the group because I was the group. (laughs) (laughs) If I got to show up Monday through Thursday, my mind is focused on providing value to the people that's there, not growing who could be there. And you only have so much mental energy that you can dedicate to something. So I want to dedicate my mental energy to tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars as opposed to dedicate my mental energy to a hundred bucks. And so I think it gives you clarity on business and you start to, and this is why I tell everybody, I'm like, I tell my mom, like you shouldn't be doing tax returns. Stop doing tax returns. Stop it. You can have a business that does tax returns, but you shouldn't be doing the tax returns. Stop doing whatever you're doing. The thing it's, it's kind of like even in the NBA or the NFL, like the owners make may way more money than the players. I don't want to be a player anymore. <laughs> I don't want to be a player no more. <laughs> like Joe. Yeah. We're going, that's, Joe the name of the, that's the name of the episode. Donald the voice. I don't want to be a player no more. Yo, it's the options trading workshop presented by Tide Capital. Learn the fundamentals and advanced trading strategies that allow us the chance to earn $20,000 inside money in one year while working a job and running multiple businesses. That's right. Learn the what, the where, and the how of options trading in this exclusive webinar. To find out more details, hit us up on the link in the bio, on Instagram at Partner with Millie, or on Instagram at Todd.Capital, or just head over to gumroad.com forward slash Todd Capital. So you think your sneakers look good, huh? Check this out. <laughs> Even the most exclusive sneakers once purchased look identical to everybody else's sneakers. Can I get a holla holla? So how do you take your boring regular sneakers and convert them to unique dynamic sneakers that will stand out? Yo, that answer is easy. 
you need to g- g- get laced with Get Laced Shoelaces. Yes, sir. Yeah, Get Laced is a lifestyle shoelace retailer dedicated to inspiring customers through a unique combination of products, creativity, and cultural understanding. We just want you to upgrade your sneakers. So get laced. Visit GetLacedLaces.com or check us out on Instagram at GetLaced.com. Underscore Upgrade your sneakers with a black-owned business that provides international shipping, wholesale, custom, and fundraising options. Upgrade them sneakers, baby. He's a genius, man. Get yours today at GetLaceLaces.com. Premium sneakers need premium laces. But seriously, like, I, although I will say that I, I, saw a, um, I saw a post, and it said, like, LeBron James is more popular than all of the leagues combined in the sense of he has more Instagram followers. And I thought that was crazy, mm. like the NBA, the MLB, all that stuff. But those leagues make way more money. Popularity isn't that important. Owning the system that the popular players participate in is what's important. I want a bunch of talented people. I don't want to have to be that talent. I just want to be the person who put that system together and put the energy into that to do it. But you're right. It's like when you can make $1,000 to do something, to do nothing, you don't want to spend any time doing something that doesn't make $1,000. Yeah, yeah. Um, popularity doesn't put money in your pocket necessarily because there's always a joke about, you know, people with 100,000 followers but can't generate a thousand bucks with product. But I, I want people listening, although we want y'all to think big and have vision and be thinking uh, long term and stuff, don't recognize where you are in the process, though. Like, if you're not at Charles' level, then you aren't at Charles' level. Like, if you're in the beginning of your, your journey, you can't skip over the drive to the machine, the sodas in the back of your car. Like, don't think, like, you can't, don't despise small beginnings. Like, don't say, I don't want to do that because that 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 that's not it like you gotta you gotta hit them little low points and the low-hanging fruit because you can't skip steps it's like you say you can't do it takes 18 years to become an 18 year old like don't skip over stuff recognize where you are in the, in the journey and not skip over stuff like five years ago you couldn't skip over stuff you would do like you said you were doing the blogs you'd put together the, the stock investment club and the stock investment club at least the one I was in, you went, you had several of them, but you weren't necessarily even the biggest investor. At least not in that one. But I mean, it's partly because you had several of them. But at the time, you couldn't put in a hundred thousand in the club because you didn't have a hundred thousand. But you start where you were with partners, with the real estate. Now, till you get to the point that you don't want partners at all, because it's a headache because you had a different level. So, but people, and I was thinking too, like we gotta do everything. We are. The bottom of the welfare, you said, we got to do everything. We got to hit every level. Even though Charles talks about jobs ain't no good, you got to go for like better jobs. While you, while you still have to have a job, at least get paid more for the time. All right, stop job. Stop looking at me like that, man. But let me change tracks. No, um, one thing I will say is that um, 100%, I think that people should do the work because that's one of the things that frustrates me is when I come across people who haven't done the work and they just think they get to just skip to delegating this to a VA. I'm like, bro, like you ain't even, you don't even know what to delegate. You ain't even know they're doing it wrong. And so I realized that even when I was training to do the vending machine stuff, I was like, boom, you got to do this. I was like, boom, you got to do this, 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 this. And like, I only knew that because I did the work. I can only know how to teach, teach people how to create content because I've created content, a lot of it. So I can literally coach you through the process. But one of the things that I would say, and I think that this is a big part of the reason why I kind of get away from that stuff is my income goals have changed. So when Mm -hmm. you start making that kind of money, you don't want to do stuff that doesn't generate that kind of money. It's like, I remember when I used to try to get like Al, the dude who had multiple millions of dollars to try to look at like Detroit homes. 
He was like, I don't got time to do another Detroit Homes. His income goals are different. If he makes $10,000, it doesn't change his life. If he makes $5,000, it doesn't change his life. And for me, I'm kind of the same. Like my payroll, I, I, I can't make $100 and make payroll. I got to do stuff that's going to generate $100,000 a month, $200,000 a month, 2.5 a year. Like that's, that's a big part of the reason why I can't do that stuff. Is because my income goals have changed substantially. And the expenses. Payroll, payroll went up. Payroll went up. And I feel like we gotta do the we gotta do the small stuff. And then once we get a certain point, move up and let somebody else take the spot. And move up and let somebody take that spot until we all get to a certain level. We can't skip the spots because passive in- income is not passive in the beginning. Just remember that, folks. We're gonna wrap it up. Like Charles said, business is war. Remember that. Oh, do I get to talk? Do I get to talk about that real quick? Of course. Um, so, like I was gonna say, I picked up. I, I went to go out to this vending machine that the guy took my location. Well, he didn't take my location. He took it back. And at first I was supposed to meet them at the location. Then after that, I was supposed to meet them at them some other place. And eventually I ended up meeting them at their house. And he gave me this story about how they got kicked out of the location. Apparently, I don't know if I believe that. I think he was lying to me. And so I, what I realized is these folks are relentless, man. And the other reason why I had this thought is this morning I was getting out of the shower and I was like, you know, what's crazy is I worked my butt off to finally get something that was super successful only to have it stolen by everybody in the world because now everybody has a community everybody has a a course and i realized like it's not enough just to create success you have to protect your success the same thing we talk about all the time it's a legit war out here so even once you become successful folks are still coming for you so you got to protect what you build you also like not only just like protecting it like get out of here but also like now you got to trademark your stuff copyright your stuff patent your ideas and be able to go after folks I've had folks, I've had contractors rob me. I've had people do really dumb stuff after taking money from me. And I'm just learning, like, it's really a battle out here. Every single day is a battle. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, you're going to battle every day. You got to be equipped. You got to be armored up. And you have to have an abundance of caution. You have to protect yourself. And you have to kind of operate with a certain level of, like, what's that word? Um, where you're always, like, we have to be kind of paranoid to a certain extent. And the way that I realized that is, man, you got to make sure you get an application from employees. You got to make sure you get contracts from these people. You got to make sure that they're good contracts. I did that loan and the and the, the dude just kind of just been acting like like shit sweet. You got to make sure you protect. You got to you got to go into the deal as if the deal is going to get fucked up. That's why lenders do loans the way that they do them. So I should have put a deed on that house. It wasn't smart for me to just give them the cash and be like, we homies. So it's all like, no, homies can t- turn into not so much homies when money gets involved and right. you have to be able to protect yourself because it's war out here. So you have to approach every single transaction. Like that. there's no homie business. There's no friendship business. There's no handshake deals. Everything has to be thorough. And this is only my first year. And I tell my mom this, like, this is my first year in business by myself, like for real, like I'm in business. And so I'm learning. And what I'm learning is it's a battle and you got to be a jerk. And you got to be willing to talk to people crazy and you got to be stern on your expectations. You can't, these folks will just walk all over you. They'll walk all over you. So it's like, I have to be stern. I have to be firm. You have to fire, you have to be willing to fire people. If they don't, if they do, if they do not perform, if they do not meet expectations, if like people will, they'll rob you, Raphael, every single person will rob you that you run into contact with because they're all in a lot of ways struggling. And so it's like, I don't want to get robbed anymore. I don't want to get robbed anymore. So <laughs> it's a battle out here, man. Take us out, Raphael. Yep. And you got to promote every day because every day you start back at zero. 
you have a good day yesterday and then it's like it don't really carry you don't necessarily it doesn't necessarily carry you unless you start stringing together a lot of days but we're gonna wrap this up so 107 of tweet talk the black wealth podcast be sure to follow us on twitter follow the podcast at tweet talk pod that's pod follow my man charles on twitter at real todd billion follow myself on twitter at work money life follow us on instagram at tweet talk podcast follow charles on instagram at todd capital i mean todd dot capital and also at todd billion and also follow the new instagram for the brother podcast big brother podcast at the millionaire talk show on instagram sure give them a follow man you saw that huh i'm glad you saw that i saw that i'm waiting for a follow back oh i got you You know, what's interesting is now that it's just a millionaire talk show, I could do whatever the hell I want to do. Before, I had to rent everything by Rashana, and she'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. Man, I'm going to do anything I got to do. I'm going to build it up. I'm going to blow it up. I'm about to create my own Patreon. I'm about to create my own community, all that stuff, my own Facebook group. I'm going to blow it up, man. I don't need no partners. No new partners. No, no new. And I'm saying, like, let me see how fast Charles runs up this Instagram. We'll see. Anyway, be sure to subscribe at anchor.fm slash tweet talk. Subscribe to the show. Give us a rating. You're going to look up for that new um, program, uh, Podcast Star Deluxe, the full success podcast guy, dropping tonight. By the time you hear this, is already dropped. And for episode 107 of Tweet Talk the Black Love Podcast. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're not going to leave him with the last tweet. I was waiting for that to put it on my Instagram. Oh, yes, yes. Let me leave <laughs> you guys with the last tweet from Charles. He said, dream it, see it, then work for it. For episode 107 of Tweet Talk the Black Love Podcast, your hosts, Raphael and Charles. We are out. Yes, this is Donald the Voice, the official podcast editor and producer of the Tweet Talk podcast featuring, of course, Charles Oglesby and the man Raphael Husbands. And look, man, if you just listen to this episode, then you know exactly what I'm capable of. You know my swag. You know what I can do. And so without any further ado, I kind of want to give you a special offer for Tweet Talk podcast episode listeners. And here's what it is. Head on over to DonaldTheVoice.com. And if you have podcasts or video editing needs, let's talk. And of course, I'm giving you a real, real nice deal. But you have to mention that you're a Tweet Talk podcast listener. And this offer isn't going to last forever. So if you're on social media or you have a business or you got something going on to where you need somebody to edit and produce your content, come and holla at your boy. And I promise to take care of you, our dedicated listener to the Tweet Talk podcast. Again, head over to DonaldTheVoice.com and hit the contact page and let's have a little conversation. Okay, back to your day, your evening, your morning, whatever's going on. Peace.